lift off and the clock has started. Welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 249, recording on June 28th, 2023. My name is Zach Anderson. This week, we've got a Nintendo Direct to discuss. We've got interesting animated TV series news. Uh, We've got some trailer trash and a little of what we have been playing to do this. I have with me, as always, Justin. One does not simply walk to Mordor Carter. It's your boy. So, I don't know if you know this, but the yeah. Lord of the Rings Middle Earth Magic the Gathering cards came out. Um, and did you get the One Ring card? I did not. Ah. But. That's a shame. I didn't because. So, A, so the actual One Ring, I think we've brought this up before. The One Ring yeah, card. There's only one card right yeah so there is a a a normal card in the set called the one ring Mm. that's a Mm -hmm. playable card it's a mythic you know you can get whatever and then of course there's the normal version of it there's the borderless whatever like fancier art version of it but then there is the special version of it where it's hollow and it has like the writing the text that is written on the card and like the ring text on it and that is a one of one only mm. one in the world exists. There is a current bounty for that card for $2 million at the moment. Mm. Um, but, so the caveat in order to get the card is you can only pull it from a collector booster box. Uh. And I will tell you right now, a collector booster box currently on Amazon or TCG Player is going to run you about a little over $400. Honestly, I would have expected more. I mean, that's for... And by Booster Box, that has... Shit, I want to say 12 Booster Packs in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So... That's... Yeah. yeah. It's remember. I remember when uh, Revised came out, way back when... And all of a sudden, the Lotus and Moxes and Time Twist and all that were not available anymore. Those packs went from, I believe they were $2.95 each at that point. Um, They went from that to $50 in like a week. That's just what they cost. Uh, Yeah. You could get a box for 100 bucks, and then next thing you know, it was like 800 well, I mean, granted, for the 30th anniversary with the the not legal Black Lotus yeah. and whatever cards like that shit was like $100 a booster pack. So I guess if yeah, you're yeah. putting it up against that, yeah, it looks relatively cheap. But but see, this was before, uh, quote unquote, legal play, you yeah. know, like this was just you got cards and you played with them. The Wild West of Magic. Dude, it's crazy. I've seen videos of like the old school like magic tournaments and stuff like before it became super popular and was like more mm-hmm. mainstream where 
you see the, the pro players playing and dude their decks aren't sleeved like the cards look yeah. like they got run over by a fucking truck <laughs> and it's just rough and it's just people would just blatantly fucking cheat like and there's like no judges to say like what you could or couldn't fucking do because it's just like yeah no i just did this i i have a eight cards in my pocket like no one's mm-hmm. watching me do this shit no no that's just my quote-unquote sideboard don't worry about it yeah it's like dude, i had that like what are you talking about randomly putting like eight of one card and like yeah i've got a handful of lightning bolts what's your what's your point yeah no i had cheeto dust on my fingers and i just put the cards in there real quick while i brushed them off on my pants yeah yeah now yeah when i was playing man regularly no one sleeved their cards like that was a very you know late in the game fallen empire ice age era thing when people started to sleeve up their cards but yeah before that you would just play you know it was it was good times. Yeah, good I mean, times. when I played Pokemon, I didn't sleeve my cards or anything. Yeah, of course you were like ten. Yes. So, but I also took very good care. I also, you know, my hands weren't big enough to bridge shuffle or do anything like that that would absolutely <laughs> destroy the card anyway. See, I've had like these size hands since I was maybe twelve. So, Zach's been fighting his entire life. Yeah, yeah, I've been. Uh, I've I've had meat hooks my entire life. It's, they've also stopped me from playing musical instruments because the dexterity of these hands is not the best. Let me tell you, they, they don't move quite like they should. Yeah, I'm just saying. All my childhood, everyone told me because I had long, slender fingers. They're like, "Oh, dude, you'd be like such a great pianist." And it's like, dude, I I have no musical talent. Like, I just have <laughs> I'm just a scrawny white kid from Arizona, man. Like, I can't play shit. You should be the world's best indie guitarist. Come on, yeah, dude. Scrawny exactly. white dude. Like, Scrawny white yeah. dude. Got it. I'm halfway there. Exactly. The look is part of it. You know, you could be yeah. the next, start the next, uh, the Arizona strokes, you know, like, let's do this. It's a whole lifestyle choice. Yeah. So, uh, we were talking before we were recording, uh, goddamn this week had hands. And let me tell you, uh, we are recording on Wednesday, which I don't know if we've ever done before. Just in, just we we needed to get an episode in. Uh, Sunday night didn't work. Monday night didn't work. Last night didn't work. And then today, Shannon was like, "Guys, it's not going to work for me again." And it was just one of those like, Justin. You're leaving to go camping. Let's let's do it. Me and you, bud. We're we're doing this. Yeah. So here we are. Here we are. We're here. And you know what? While we're here, you know, I got this Coca-Cola Ultimate Limited Edition. And you're okay, what's so limited about it? Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. It has plus XP flavor in it. Now plus XP. Yeah. Now I know what you're thinking. What the fuck does that taste like? It's a little yeah. floral. It's basically floral Coca-Cola, but it is their quote-unquote creations. They teamed up with Riot Games. It's the League of Legends, whatever, limited edition flavor. Megan hated it. I think it's all right. It's not my favorite of the limited edition. Is it like hibiscus flavored or something? Like, it's so weird because I actually looked up what it tasted like because I did not think tropical or like floral. To me, it kind of tasted a little raspberry ish that's what i tasted now, now that's the sign of a good flavor when you have to look up what yeah. it is. 
<laughs> yeah. Because you don't know. <laughs> when I'm on, and let me tell you what, the first link I clicked when I was looking up what flavor it was, someone said it was, oh, it's plus XP flavor. I'm like, no, what does that mean? <laughs> like, give me yeah. real orange. <laughs> blueberry like give me actual things not xp plus, i don't know what the fuck that plus like. xp is not a flavor that that isn't it yeah know. it's one of those new gen z flavors oh man but uh yeah so as i put on the discord earlier today this week was a volvi needs a different kind of help sort of week <laughs> and and here we are um and it's been a hell of a week he said on wednesday okay um so let's let's skip past all that and let's talk let's talk nintendo direct justin i am because i know you were hyped dude uh, so i'll tell you right now like nintendo i'm like they they have a lot of stuff in the woodworks and you know they're always one for surprises so and the fact that they came out this isn't an indie direct this isn't uh whatever it was a straight up Nintendo Direct, 40 minutes, let's go. So I was excited, and I'll tell you what, they did not disappoint with what they showed. Um, yeah, I just want to jump out the gate. We're getting a Super Mario RPG remake. Are you le- leading with the heavy hitter? Dude, because le- that was honestly the biggest, well, one of the biggest surprises. Like, mm. everyone had been, you know, it had been rumored for a while that we were getting a Paper Mario Thousand Year Door remaster. And instead, you know, I I do want a Thousand Year Door remaster, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick between the two, 100% I would prefer super mario rpg it's been forever since i've played it because i play thousand year door every few years anyway so but it's been a long time since i've played super mario rpg and the fact that it looks gorgeous like it's night and day different in comparison to like you know graphically and stuff and they've improved it in so many ways so i am stoked and it comes out this year it comes out in like october or something like that which yeah because we don't have enough we don't have enough in fall so no yeah, and I'm happy. And I'm happy. It's a big, long RPG too. That's yeah. that's great. But um, but the uh, I mean, it's kind of wild because like Square developed that game, right? Yeah. So you got to imagine they're they're in on this. Which these days, Square and Nintendo's relationship hasn't been the best. So that's that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, maybe we can get some more. Super Nintendo RPG type things coming to the Switch. That would be cool. Um, like Chrono Trigger Remaster win. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I put that in the Viva Pinata range of I just want it, but I'll never get it. You know. Um, the uh, Do you think if this sells, we can get a seven stars? Yeah, that was the Super Mario RPG sequel, Legend of the Seven Stars. You know, I hope so. Like, I hope it proves, because I think that's kind of the thing. We haven't really had a lot of Mario RPGs. Like, Paper Mario pivoted. Uh, Mario and Luigi, they remastered the, you know, all three, I think, of... Like, the Game Boy Advance one, they redid it for the DS, and then they redid Bowser's Inside Story and stuff for the 3DS. But then mm-hmm. after the Paper Jam one, the the team got disbanded and stuff, and we haven't gotten any more of those. 
So I'm hoping this kind of re-solidifies just kind of like how Metroid Dread did. Yeah. Yeah, people want this. <laughs> like, people have right. been wanting this, and they will buy it, and Nintendo's going to sit back and go, oh, hey, this actually sold, so let's just do this again. And, you know, I mean, Seven Stars is right there. You could use the same engine and all that stuff. So, yeah, like... Because this game looks, looks beautiful. So, uh... Smaller things that I was actually super excited about. Um, I'm really pumped that uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon is coming as a remake. Because, you know, my kids love Luigi's Mansion. Love that game. And, you know, Dark Moon was the second one that came out on DS. They never got a chance to play it. Right. Ever. Ever. And so this is going to seem like a sequel to them, to uh, the Switch, uh, Luigi's Mansion. And so I think uh, I, I'm excited about this one. Is the first one on Switch? Did they bring... The first one is not. Okay, because I know no. they redid it for 3DS, and yeah. I'm surprised that hasn't also been brought over to Switch well, If I'm remembering correctly, it, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's been like 10 years since I've played this game. But Dark Moon mechanically was vastly improved over the original Luigi's Mansion. It is. So it might it might be one of those things where like modern to like modern game sensibilities, it was just easier to go to Dark Moon. I could see that. Potentially. Especially because that is a title that reson has resonated with like the kids. You know, this isn't a Super Mario RPG where nerds like us are like oh great from when i was a kid let's do this like this is their chance to kind of set this franchise for like young kids i was like speaking of games though from when i was a kid Mm -hmm. uh we're also getting hd which they're already out technically on the eShop, but we got hd remakes of pikmin 1 and 2 on the eShop. oh yeah which that's cool is nice because now you know you can have pikmin 1 through 3 on the switch Prior mm-hmm. to four coming out, which is incredibly smart, and four has a demo that just like Final Fantasy sixteen, your save yeah. data transfers over to the full game, which I like that that has kind of become a thing now. Like I enjoy not having to replay like the first like you know forty minutes of a game again. Yeah, that's the best. I love it when games do that. Um, and another DS game uh, getting a sequel. That was shockingly good was Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu Returns coming October 6th. I'm probably going to get this game. I don't know if many people played the first Detective Pikachu. I thought it was great. I really liked it. I thought it was fun writing. The little, uh, you know, Phoenix Wright style puzzles were really fun. I, I'm I'm into it. I want another Detective Pikachu. I never did get a chance to play the original. It's one of those where... I'm excited that you're probably going to get it because I do want to hear if it's good. Like, it is something I mm-hmm. might pick up. It's just I've never played the first one. So, but I love the Phoenix Wright games. Like, you know, so. Yeah. And it was very much in that mold, the first game. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they keep that. Again, that game came out a long time ago. So, we will see how it translates into a modern setting. Uh, they also showed the uh, the new Pokemon DLCs coming, starting with Teal Mask, and then uh, I forget what they are calling 
second one, Indigo Disc or something like that for the second one. And um, it just looks like more Pokemon. I hope it comes with fixes for Scarlet and Violet. You know, but if it if it if it adds if it adds functionality and and just more stuff like the uh, the sword and shield ones did, I'm good. I'll I'll be fun. So and it'll be it'll be a whole winter of Pokemon in my house again. Now, next to Super Mario RPG, there was another title that was announced that I was ecstatic for and that is the new warrior move it game mm-hmm. uh that also comes out this year november 3rd and uh, dude i cannot tell you how satisfied i was watching the gameplay and trailer for it because it looks exactly like what i wanted the last warrior game to be the last warrior yeah. game was not fun and it was mainly because <laughs> and it's unfortunate i love WarioWare. smooth moves was yeah. one of my favorite games on the uh wii and then like touched was great on the ds like every WarioWare has a core like mechanic that's weird that works with the console so when they were like oh dude WarioWare's is coming to switch i'm like dude you got the joy con it has gyroscope like what like they could do so many cool things with this and they target it to, like, the Switch Lite whatever because they're, oh, well, you know, because you can't move the Joy-Cons from it. We're going to make it so that you can just play it. And that sucked. And I'm like, dude, no. Like, you're supposed to do fun shit with it. That's the whole point of the Joy-Cons and whatever. And this one, they're, like, running and doing, like, weird stuff like you did on the Wii. So this is what I wanted. And I'm glad that... You know, the last one, I guess, sold at least well enough to get this one out here. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, we forgot to mention for the uh, SNES RPG Land Star Ocean also coming out. And that's that's December. Like, man, they are just backloading this year. It's it's nuts. Dude. And, you know, speaking of things that are coming out at the end of the year nintendo big finisher at the end yeah. of the yeah. presentation was uh and there which you know we are also getting a new princess peach game they didn't really show a lot for it that could be interesting i don't know but the other mario game they showed was super mario wonder mm-hmm. and dude i it is insane to me because it's like i've never been like a huge fan of like the new super mario brothers game like they're all right i i played them and whatever but this one oozes character like it the art style the moves like it looks very uh like yoshi's island to me in terms of art style and like just weirdness like the weirdness factor of it is what drew me in my uh, my prediction right now is the bad guy in this game isn't going to be Bowser. It's going to be Wart from Super Mario Brothers Two. God, I hope so. Because remember that at the end of that game, the big reveal was Mario was dreaming the whole time. And if the stuff I saw in this trailer isn't some dream ass bullshit, I don't I don't know what is, man. Like flowers are talking. Again, things are going crazy. Yeah, worlds are warping around. It's it seems nuts, you, and it seems like a game I really want to play. You turn into an elephant. An elephant. 
I mean, granted, Odyssey, you turned into a T-Rex when you put a hat on a T-Rex, but I don't know. It seems it seems nuts. Also, the first new standalone 2D Mario game since, what was it, New Mario U? Like in 2012 or whatever that one was called, the Wii U game? Right. It's been a minute. So, it's been 11 years since there's a 2D standalone Mario game, which is wild when you think about it. And that like, also, and that comes out in October, like October yeah. 20th. And I'm like, dude, Nintendo, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this right? right now? I think it, uh, I think it speaks to the fact that, you know, like Nintendo's market isn't this Xbox and PlayStation market. Yeah. They're kind of in their own thing. And so they're, I bet you they don't look at it as competing with, like, Starfield in any way. It's like, no, we're going to release Mario, and Nintendo Switch people will buy Mario. No problem. And and they're right. Yeah, I mean, they're right. They're if, you own, if you own a Switch, you're buying Super Mario Brothers Wonder. You just are. So, I yeah, it's hard to argue with it, because I'll be buying it. I kind of just... I got. I just want it. I, the the little bit they showed was enough. I just want it. And dude, what's surprising too is, I think it's it's the first, I want to say mainline Mario kind of game that Daisy's an actual playable character in. Right, right. I think you're absolutely correct. Yeah. So, uh, kind of cool that they're including more characters and and you know if we can get Rosalina in there, I'm. I'd be down, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited just for a return of 2d super Mario brothers. That isn't a remake. It's not a rehash. It's something that that team, you can tell just got carte blanche to go nuts on. And, uh, you know, with the movie, with RPG, with this game, maybe, maybe Nintendo's like, you know what? Link's getting a little too much shine. Uh, our, our boy, our boy's getting forgotten yeah, a little bit. Like we yeah. got to return to basics. Yeah, we, we got to remind people who the f Mario is. <laughs> let's let's bring some heat. Let's bring some thunder. <laughs> and I think they are. So, yeah. No, I'm 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 hyped. I'm hyped for it. Uh, yeah. Anything else on this one jump out at you before we move on? Uh, nothing. I mean, Robbie's gonna get his Metal Gear Solid Master Collection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can see him getting that for the Switch just so he can sit there and play it at work or something. It, uh, an announcement they made that I was not aware hadn't happened yet was Vampire Survivors coming in August. I was like, what? It's not on the Switch yet? Really? And it has a co-op. Co-ops being yeah. added to it, which I think is insane. Like, that's awesome. What about uh, Just Dance 2024? Are you in? I don't know about that, but Wave 5 of Mario Kart 8 DLC, you know, looking for... We got Wiggler as the driver. Do Wiggler on the Wiggler bike? Unheard of. Oh, jeez. Um, which, but... I just... It's still wild to me that, that Mario Kart... It just... They're just building it. It's like it, Mario Kart Eight is a platform at this point. Yeah, it's like Fortnite of kart racers. 
it's kind of wild. But uh, are you are you look are you gonna get Pikmin? Sorry to circle back, but are you getting Pikmin? Um, it's one that I think I will end up picking up. I don't know when, but mm-hmm. I know at some point I am planning on getting it because it's also through the Nintendo Switch Online thing. You know the voucher for the hundred dollars. It, it is uh, one right. that you can get, so I can grab like. Pikmin 4, and then finally, I had never picked up Advanced Wars or anything, so it's probably, like, the other one that I would pick up. I'll be honest, I forgot Advanced Wars even came out. Right, I know, it kind of can't, it's because yeah. it got delayed so long, and then when it came out, it wasn't really advertised or anything, they just kind of threw it out into the wild, and then other stuff came out, and it kind of just got buried under the list of stuff I wanted to play. Right, right. Because I was playing Fire Emblem, I think, when it came out, and it's like, well, dude, I'm already playing a great tactics game at the moment you, you took too long <laughs> <laughs> you, you missed your window right you missed your window but um did that voucher thing work on super mario wonder I mean, uh, I, dude if it does i'll tell you what i'm not getting advanced wars yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> tell you what ain't gonna happen um well i guess we can move on from that uh so yeah, Nintendo Direct. Nintendo brought heat, dude. They they came with it, and I was not prepared. Because I'll be honest, before you know, I mean, before that happened, it really felt like uh, Tears of the Kingdom was kind of the Switch's last big hurrah. Like they, they were gonna bow out on that one, and and it would and it would be fine I, I don't think anyone would have complained about that it's like yeah here's the last great game on the Switch and then we're gonna wind it down and the next year we'll announce the new one and we'll move on to the next generation and they were like oh just kidding here's Mario choke on it and so interesting question though so do you think mm-hmm. Super Mario Wonder is gonna be $70 like Tears of the Kingdom hmm I bet it is. I, I bet you it is. I am like ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure it probably is. Yeah, because they saw Tears of the Kingdom sold and went like, "Oh, we can get away with it." Okay. Yeah. And especially and, if and they, if, just, especially if they do end up putting it on the voucher thing and kind of do like what they did with the hey, you know, well, you could save a little money by just mm-hmm. paying the hundred dollars, you can get Wonder and another game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in my household, if I could pick up Wonder and both season passes for Pokemon, I would probably do that, just because yeah. of what's going to get played in my house. Right. But uh, but I also could probably be talked into Wonder and Mario RPG, too. So, we'll see. Um, all right, tell me about this Among Us animated TV show. Yeah, so you know what? You know, we're getting all these video game movies, you know, we're getting a God of War TV show, we're getting a Horizon TV show, we've gotten the Resident Evil TV show. Move all that shit over because guess what? We are getting a Among Us animated TV series on CBS, which interesting choice, I guess. I don't know why <laughs> CBS. Uh, but you know, it's I feel like it's something that I think will work. Like, kind of just like a whatever. I almost picture it kind of being today's generation's, like, red versus blue. 
with Among Us mm-hmm. is kind of what I picture. But, you know, just little whatever shorts, little 11 minute whatever cracking jokes. They're ejecting people out of ships or whatever. Uh, I don't know when it's coming out, but it is being made by. I don't know if you ever watched Infinity Train. I have not. The cartoon. It's really good. Um, and it got canceled, like, you know, everything else a while ago. But uh, the person who made Infinity Train is the one who's working on it, which I loved Infinity Train. So, you know, that having a solid name behind it like that, I think doesn't make me like question like the quality i think it's going to be decent you know quality yeah i'm curious to see if they can put a plot to among us yeah it like what that what that would even look like but i mean my kid will watch it a lot of kids will watch this among us is still very popular so so what if it was almost like uh animated almost like total drama island but with among us and at the end of like each week like at the end of the episode like oh text blue to seven seven four five if you want to vote blue out next week or whatever and it's kind of just like one by one it's like or go to among us.net or whatever and cast your vote to launch the among us and while you're at it stop you're gonna give them ideas (laughs) I, i can see it i almost think that would be funny it it would be funny if every episode was like a meeting and they vote someone out. Yeah. Like like Survivor, but with Among Us. That would be funny where that. it's just like almost like a courtroom drama of them sitting there like <laughs> right? arguing about who to vote out and they're like, No, and they're like, Well no, let me tell you what I saw happen and then it's like Red's like rendition of the events that unfold and like, Okay, well that's bullshit because Orange over here saw this and then orange tells his story it's like no red was not doing comms red was over here (laughs) i I saw red climbing out of a vent yeah yeah no i man i think we just came up with how to do that show i hadn't i couldn't wrap my head around it but i think we got it i think we're there yeah and you bet your ass i will be at hot topic getting the looking kind of sus shirt that is gonna be sold there <laughs> when it's airing. looking kind of sus uh so i i want to talk to you about something uh friend of the show god jester on twitter uh brought to my attention were you aware that there is a skull island animated show on netflix right now like no. king kong skull oh yeah yeah yeah, I funny enough, I uh, I saw the other it just stealth really. I haven't watched it, but I added it to my list because Black Mirror came out, and mm-hmm. I went to add that to my list. And under the new releases, that was right next to it. And I was like, "What the hell is this?" And I kind of watched part of the trailer, and I'm like, "Dude, this actually looks pretty good." So I threw it in the list, but I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Yeah, the uh, he he didn't have the most glowing review for it, Oof. but. Being someone that loves the MonsterVerse stuff of uh, Godzilla and King Kong, I feel compelled to watch it. And I mean, how, it's, how bad can it be, right? Yeah, I mean... It's King Kong. It's Skull Island. Like, I watched Pacific Rim Black, and I was not a fan of that, so I don't feel like it could be any worse than that. <laughs> I mean, we're not really selling each other on this <laughs> that much, but... Uh, 
I kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hopefully ch- have some time over the long weekend to check out an episode or two and I can, I can report back. All but right. See if it's worth, was, worth the watch. Yes. Worth the watch. Uh, we'll find out. But, um, you know, we, we drove past the trailer park and there didn't seem to be anyone there today. It's kind of deserted. Yeah. You know, so it's a shame. Like, I don't know what happened. I think a tornado might've came through, blew the trailer out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, there were, didn't seem to be any residents, but there was a lot of trash. So maybe your tornado theory is correct. And, uh, let's, let's sift through a little of this trash. Shall we see what we can find? Um, so Justin, Please, please discuss the Five Nights at Freddy's trailer, full trailer that got released with me here. Yes, so we got we got the full trailer for Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, we got to see a little bit more. We got to see more of the uh, little animatronic people in it. Um, like, I'll be real honest. Like, I'm not a huge Five Nights at Freddy's person, and but visual, I think visually it looks really good. Like, in terms mm-hmm. of mixing practical with, like, CGI effects and stuff, it doesn't... For a movie that's literally about killer animatronic animals, as, like, unbelievable as that is, I yeah. think it does, like, a good... It does a good service to, I think, the source material. Um, it has, you know, the guy from Hunger Games in it, PETA... <laughs> And... Oh, that's who that is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I recognized him. Yeah, so it's him, you know, he he looks like, you know, he he's down bad, needs some money, uh, gets offered a security job at a abandoned uh, pizzeria place where his job is just to watch the cameras and, you know, make sure no one messes anything up. And, you know, it's a little rundown in there. He takes his daughter with him to work, which, you know, I don't know why you would do that. But parents got to do what a parent's got to do, I guess. And, uh, yeah, just hang out on this, you know, graveyard shift with me. Yeah. Like, at an abandoned facility. Like, mm, like here's really? a flashlight and a taser. I'll see you at 3 a.m. when I get off. All right. Come on, Bloomhouse. You can do a little better than that, I think. But, but, uh, in the trailer, which, you know, Zach questioned it when he watched the trailer, and I personally don't know. I haven't looked it up. Maybe you guys listening know, and you can comment in the Discord. Apparently, one of the plot things is that the animatronics are possessed by the souls of dead children. That I don't know if that is actually part of the game lore, or if that's just something that you know Blumhouse added to add a little more substance to the plot of five nights at freddy's um so let me know but yeah that one that that seemed to jump out at me i don't ever remember hearing that when my my son has been you know yammering on on hours on end about five nights at freddy's that's true he's the expert you should ask him yeah i i think i will so, but yeah, through the course of the trailer, it looks like uh, they're trying to get after the daughter to become one of the animatronics. And then at the end of the trailer, the daughter's like hanging out with Freddy and like holding his hand. It's, I, I don't know what's going on there. 
You know, I, I yeah. think so. Here's just a theory, but based off kind of because yeah, a lot of the promotional material you know shows her holding Freddy. I think it's going to be one of those scenarios where f- actual Freddy Fazbear isn't a bad guy, but it's just all the mm. other kind of animatronics have kind of gone off the rails a little bit, and he's kind of more restrained back, and it's kind of like. You know, is what we're doing like really good, guy? Like we kind of we kind of pushed this a little too far, and they're like, "No, like you, Freddy's a little bitch, and we're gonna murder kids." Is uh, I think that's like the whole point of security breach is like Freddy's trying to help you in the last game, like he's trying to help you survive. So yeah, that uh, might be a reference to that then. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but uh, it looks horrible. I'll be <laughs> totally honest. I. Probably will never see this movie. It just looks so bad. It so, looks awful. I'm even, a, even for Blumhouse, it's bad. So I'm going to be know. honest. I probably will not see it in theaters, but you can bet your ass once it's out to download, I will definitely be giving it a watch. So so, so the day after it's out on theaters and you can just, you know, Pirate Bay that Korean subtitles. Exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. co- coming to a spoiler zone near you, Uh, sometime in October will be the Five Nights at Freddy's movie oh man Uh, well let's talk about another trailer that dropped that was a lot better in my estimation was the Futurama trailer for the new season coming to Hulu Yeah, which uh, I'm I'm very excited about like I'm I'm a enormous Futurama fan I I love the entire run Um, even the questionable Comedy Central era you know, <laughs> seasons that were kind of movies or whatever. But yeah, no, I'm I'm in. Um, it, you know, it looks like they're poking fun at like COVID nineteen stuff. They're poking fun at cryptocurrency. There, uh, there's some, you know, greatest hit type things happening. The the parasite worms make an appearance. The uh, Santa Claus robot makes an appearance. I. I I just love it. All the original voice cast is back. Uh, yes. Yes. Give me more. I'm in. Yeah, I saw we got some, you know, Zap Brannigan back yep. at it and stuff. So I'm glad that besides just the main cast, it seems like they also brought back a lot of the, the who's who of, like, favorite side characters and stuff as right. well. Right, right. Totally. I did like when... Uh, uh, professor was showing how to test to see if you had the disease by shoving an enormous Q-tip up your nose, and Zoeberg's like, "That looks kind of fun. I can't wait to do it hundreds of times." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. And you know, getting getting Marcus Phoenix back to be Bender is always good. Yeah, John DiMaggio. Yeah, the it, goat. It really wouldn't have been the same if they like tried to, you know replace him or just yeah. like i don't write bender off or something because they couldn't get him like that'd just yeah. be weird bender rodriguez hincho in mexico as his uh shiny metal ass will tell you um yeah no super exciting stuff i'm i'm way on board uh okay a little what we've been playing but i'll be honest Outside of some more Diablo 4, uh, I haven't started Final Fantasy 16 yet. I just haven't had time to sit down for a couple hours. 
Um, have you have you tried Devil Make Live yet? <laughs> no, I uh, I I played the demo, but I haven't actually picked you know the game up yet. But I know people gotcha. who have, and I've been trying to like avoid spoilers and stuff story wise. But everyone I know, I know who's playing it loves it. Like I know Jordan has mm-hmm. talked its praises. I had to create a spoiler channel thread specifically for him and Shannon to talk about it. So I imagine yeah, Shannon Shannon has been he's deep at this point in it. Like he's he's all about it. Yeah, Shannon was talking about on Twitter how he was trying to leave a party early so he could go home and play. <laughs> That's like how down bad for Final Fantasy Shannon is. And you know, I, I mean, I put it on on the Discord, but we've said it before. Game of the Year is just going to be a freaking bloodbath, dude. Like, it. Like, I mean, a, m- a month ago, I was like, uh, it's just Tears of the. K- it's going to be like Elden Ring. It's going to be like, oh, it's Tears of the Kingdom, and who's battling for a second? Right, mm-hmm. and and I mean, when we get there, that still might be how it is. But like, Diablo Four is making a real strong case. Final Fantasy Sixteen is making is sounds like, and I'm hoping that when I play get through it myself, sounds like it's making a real strong case. So here's what's even crazy. Like, yeah, actual like the game of the year, I feel yeah. like is going to be a bloodbath. But we're kind of getting to the point, it seems like, where uh, even the top 10 kind of seems like a bloodbath at the moment. Because just the title, so like you said, Diablo 4, Tears of the Kingdom, like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have Fire Emblem in my top 10. And so that's like three already. And then you have Spider-Man coming out this year. You know, you have the Super Mario Wonders. Um, Like, I've definitely, like... I need to play more of it, but I, for me, like, I know I want humanity, like, up there and stuff, and then now you have, like, your Final Fantasy, and there's just so many games this year, like, Starfield's coming out, like, a lot of heavy hitters that I feel like even, like, getting to a top five, I feel like feelings are gonna get hurt. Hey, by the way, uh... Dead Space and Resident Evil 4 yeah, came out this dude, year. Yeah, those came out this year. Uh, oh, Dredge man. kicks ass. Like, Dredge is great. Um, yeah. Alan Wake 2 is coming this did, year. Did Curse of the Monkey Eye, did that come out this no, year? No, that was last, that was last year. year. That okay. was last year. Yeah, which which actually really bummed me out because I would have totally had that on my list if I had uh, if I had done that. But, um, but yeah, dude, like, it's... Oh yeah, it's Dude, nuts. Pizza Tower came out this year. Oh jeez, yeah, yeah. that's definitely <laughs> on your list. And I still have so much to play. Yeah, I I have so much to play, dude. Like it's, I don't know how I'm gonna have this time. Because also, by the way, like Forza comes out and looks amazing, and and uh, just ah, uh, what what is gonna? I feel like I'm missing like huge heavy hitters too. That I'm just, you know, not thinking of right now. Well, yeah, and it's like so. I haven't even played Resident Evil 4 because I was waiting. I'm waiting to kind of pick it up on like a Black Friday kind of stale. But mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like even if I had Resident Evil right now, it's like, dude, I'm trying to finish fucking Zelda. Like I, I'm right. almost done. Like I'm towards the end of the game. Like I've done 
I think about like 130 shrines of the 152. So I only have like 20 left. I like I did. Oh, by the way, by the way, Street Fighter Six. Oh yeah. Star Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, oh, oh, like, god damn it, dude! I know, I know, Jedi Survivor is gonna be on Robbie's. Luckily, I don't think Jordan's a huge fan of it. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, Robbie is going to be the main person fighting for that. Uh, but it's just, I know it's going to, it's going to end up being on like probably top 10. So that's going to fill a spot on the top 10. And it's like, dude, right. uh, no, no one knows what armored core six is going to be. Right. Your, your Pinocchio game lies of P. Yeah. I mean, I, I am gonna, this year, right? Yeah. It comes out in September, I think. Uh, I think that's when it comes out. I still need to finish the demo for that too. I got, I think almost, I think I'm almost towards the end of the demo. It's, it's just like Final Fantasy. It's a pretty long demo. It's like almost, I want to say like a two hour demo, which, you know, feels even longer because I didn't die when I played the Final Fantasy demo mm-hmm. where I died a lot when I played the Lies of the Feet demo, which <laughs> the two hour demo was more like, you know, a three <laughs> hour demo with like how right. long it's like taking me to get through it oh man and then what there was something else i thought of oh mirage comes out this year too right assassin's creed mirage doesn't that drop this year i think so i think that comes which, out in the fall which i'm like super stoked for because i really loved assassin's creed 2 and it seems to be a return of that where it's more scaled down a little bit, which Assassin's Creed desperately needs. I was, my, my, I was oh. gonna say my Dan, my Danzig fueled Lords of the Fallen. Nah, I'm kidding about that one. I probably won't play that, but you know. I will say I am proud of Ubisoft for learning the hard lesson of why pumping two Assassin's Creed games out a year was a bad idea. Well, especially when it's like two. 120 plus hour Assassin's Creed games a year. And it's nuts. Well, it's funny because it's like, yeah, 220 hour Assassin's Creed games that really could be a a nicely tailored, like maybe 15 hour experience, but they just padded you, the shit out of it. Even if it was a nicely tailored 30 to 40 hour experience, you know, like a good God of War sized Assassin's Creed. Like, sure, no problem. You know, like, there's enough gameplay to go around there. I'm, I'm in. But, no, like, <laughs> when, it, it, you know, like, it has that same feeling I got when I played, like, when I played Valhalla, I got the same feeling I got when I played the original Red Dead Redemption. When you're playing and playing and playing and playing, and then you get to Mexico, and that whole map opens up, and you're just like, god damn it because there's so much more that was the same feeling i got in valhalla and i was just like you know what no i i got like 60 hours into it and i'm good i'm good i don't really care i'll watch youtube sum up videos of what happens after this because i'm i'm out i'm out you're like game's over yeah 100 percent um but yeah it's it's stupid, man. It's just dumb. You been playing anything other than uh, Diablo? 
in Tears of the Kingdom? No, I mean, besides that, Megan and I in Diablo, I think are about, we're almost level 50. We're like level 47, I want to say, 48, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, we're in Act 3 of the story still, I think. Uh, yeah. I fought some good bosses. There's been a few that were uh, pretty challenging. Pretty We've done a lot of side quest stuff, but every once in a while, I'm like, okay, we can do like four or five side quests. I'm like, and then we need to do a story one. Like, I need to progress the story because my thing is like, with all these games coming out and stuff, I'm like, I want to roll credits on Diablo. Like, and it's one of those yeah. things like we're playing together, but it's going to get to the point where we can't play as frequently and like whatever. So, you know, we can just bang out the story, and then guess what? The side quest will still be there. Like, the after-game content will still be there, mm-hmm. but I want to see the end of the game. So, we're that's, working on that's, it. That's the decision I made as well, where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just bring up the main quests and do all of them. Like, that's what we're that's what I'm doing right now. Because Diablo is just that game. It's like you, you play a little bit, and then you, you know, you're going like, okay, I need to go to this city to continue the story. And then on the way to the city, it's like you see a couple blue exclamation points and then someone saying like, hey, go kill that dude over there for me. And then you're like, well, it's right there. So I'll go kill that dude. But on your way to killing that dude, you find like three dungeons. Well, I can just clear these out. Next thing you know, it's four hours later. You're no closer to that one story beat you were trying to get to. And you've got like two more levels, and I don't understand. I d- I just don't understand. Dude, like, how did this happen to me again? It happens every time. Dude, there there was something funny that happened when Megan and I were playing. Was we did this side quest where you had to go get this herb for this guy or some shit. It was like a multi layer. Like, do this, do this, do this, and then come mm. back to the town and give them all this shit. And so we did it. We go back. You give him the stuff, he makes this potion thing, and, like, Megan gave him the stuff, and he drinks it, and then, like, drops dead. And that completes the quest, and it completed for Megan, but it didn't complete for me. And Uh. I'm, like, sitting there, and Megan's like, "Uh, well, why didn't it complete for you? I'm like, I don't know, because, like, on my quest line, it still was showing open, but it was completed on hers. And she's like, okay, we'll talk to him and give him the thing. And I'm like, give who? I'm like, he's fucking dead on the ground. Like, <laughs> I can't talk to anybody over here. And the guy who you completed the quest with is laying dead on the floor in town. And she's like, oh, well, like, let's try teleporting out of town and then teleporting back into town. And maybe it'll mm-hmm. restage for you to give him a potion. And we teleport out, come back. And I'm like, no, he's still dead. Let's just lay in there. Oh, that's funny. So I had to, like quit the quest basically like give it up and then like re go talk to him like where his starting point was in his little hut and then i had to run off and like redo the entire quest line and then come back to town to give him the poison to watch himself die again oh my god but luckily it wasn't that bad and like going through the dungeon thing like i knew where to go because we had just did it and i wasn't trying to fight shit i'm like nope i'm like we're just running I'm just collecting the shit I need to get the items and then yep, I'm dipping yep. out. And since Megan had, I dropped her out of the game. So then the difficulty was dropped down since it was just one person. So like I 
fought some shit and stuff that was like a lot harder in the one dungeon we went in that was we yeah, when we had the fight stuff i was knocking it out by myself and i'm like oh this is way easier now that megan's gone <laughs> you're like oh i can just i can just burn through this exactly but yeah but yeah I, man that game has such a i mean it's supposed to be what it, it's doing what it's supposed to be doing but it's so like maddening how you can't just get one thing done because i get so distracted every time just every time by by a million different little quests and things that pop up it's nuts yeah it very much has that tears of the kingdom kind of thing where you're trying to run around and do stuff and then you're like oh like what's over here or mm-hmm. oh i'm gonna do this side quest or oh i should really like go get the other piece of this suit or and then you know an hour goes by and you completely disregarded the thing that you initially set out to do and you're like, God damn it, and you did like three other things instead. <laughs> but hey, you know, it's it is what it is. <laughs> um and it's and what it is is really good. Um But yeah, I, do we have any spoiler talk to talk about? Not that I know of. I haven't seen that. The only thing I watched this week was a uh, a movie on Netflix. It came out, it was called Missing. I think okay. I don't know. It was about this chick or whatever, and her mom and her boyfriend go to like Costa Rica for a week or something on some vacation, and then her mom gets like kidnapped and goes missing, and she's like trying to figure out what happened. And a lot of it's like on her computer, you know, and that's kind of like what you're watching mm-hmm. is her like log into her mom's Google account, and she's trying to figure out her last known location before her GPS service disconnected and looking through live security camera footage from Costa Rica and stuff, trying to figure out what happened to her. It was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Like I expected it to be horrible. And the fact that it was like somewhat decent kind of surprised me, but that was the only thing I really watched this week. I mean, I did watch uh, uh, the secret invasion first episode. Oh, you did that. That is so Yeah. That is one of the things that is on my list. I have like Black Mirror, season two of The Bear just came out on Hulu that I want to watch, and then Secret Invasion is also on that list. Well, it just, uh, I think episode two is tonight, so maybe we can compare notes next week and we can uh, see what we think. Oh, so. I mean, the first, oh, first uh, episode was okay. So yeah, no. it comes out, it is coming out weekly. Like, for whatever reason, the commercials yeah. for it made it seem like all six episodes were out. No, it's a, it, it's weekly. Okay. So in the standard uh, Disney Plus way. Yeah, no, we can, uh, let's, let's compare notes, see what we think. Alrighty. But yeah, other than that, I think we have a show, Justin. Well, you know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know what? Have you watched Secret Invasion? Do you think it's good? Did the AI opening hurt your feelings? Head on over to the Discord. Let me know what you think of it. And you know, while you're at it, head on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing. And you know what? 
Zach, if Shannon was here, what do you think Shannon would say? Shannon would say, guys, can we wrap it up? I'm so tired. <laughs> I have to wake up so early. Can we please just wrap it up? <laughs>